Well, happy Mother's Day. Uh, we're glad that you've come to worship with us and to reflect on the gift of mothers. You know, everybody here has a mother. Uh, there's no exception uh, to that statement. And today is a day to give thanks to God for the mothers that he's given us in his wisdom. How many here chose your mother? God chose your mother. We didn't have any say about it, and he gave us good mothers. Uh, and so some here today are mothers. Others are going to be mothers in the future. And I'd like us to watch a, a short video called Thank You on Mother's Day as we begin the message. Mother's love for her children is a picture of God's love for his children. He gave mothers that love. And today we want to say thank you to all the mothers that are here we thank you for the sacrificial love that you have demonstrated in raising your children. And so I'd like all the mothers here to stand so that we can honor you with a flower and, uh, and pray for you. So if you're a mother here today, I'd like to ask you to stand. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you, God, for each mother that's represented here today. We thank you, God, for the, the children that you bless them with the opportunity to raise. God, for those mothers who have children that are still at home, we pray, God, that you give each mother strength. We pray that you give each mother wisdom to raise those children for you. And for those whose children have, have already left home, we pray that those mothers would continue to pray for their children, that they continue to encourage their children to walk in your ways. And God, for those mothers who have grandchildren, Father, we pray that they would pass on a a godly heritage to their children's children. We thank you, God, for the love that each mother has for her children, for the, for the love that she carries in her heart and how it reminds us of your love for us. And God, as we, as we honor these mothers today, we give thanks to you for creating them and giving them the opportunity to raise children for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's show these mothers our appreciation. You may be seated. The first verse we want to look at this morning is found in Proverbs 31.30. And you can follow along in the outline for today's message in the uh, study guide that's in the middle of your bulletin. It has the outline written out. On the back are some study questions that uh, you can do at your own at your own leisure to look in a little more deeply. Proverbs twenty one thirty says, Charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. You know, in today's society a woman's outward appearance is often all that is noticed, but God says the important part is what's inside. God's word teaches us that a woman who fears the Lord, she should be she should be honored. Whether she's young, whether she's middle-aged, whether she's older, a woman who fears the Lord is someone to be honored and someone to be respected and praised. To fear the Lord is to have faith in the Lord. To fear the Lord is to trust the Lord. To trust Him for yourself, to trust Him for your family. And today my message is entitled, A Mother of Great Faith. Wherever you are at in your life's journey as a mother, God wants your faith to grow. He wants your faith to grow stronger. 
And even though my message this morning was going to be directed towards mothers, I know there's those of us who are not mothers here this morning, and the principles apply to our lives as well. So don't tune out. It's for you too. But I'm going to be speaking to mothers this morning. Hebrews 11, 1 and 2 says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. And so God commends people everywhere who have faith in him. He commended people in the Old Testament who had faith. Hebrews 11 gives us a list of people, both men and women, who believe God and did great things for God because of their faith. Now in the Gospels, Jesus commended only two people who he said had great faith. Two people he said had great faith. The first was a Roman centurion and the second was a Canaanite mother. And we're going to look and talk about her today. This woman of great faith, the mother of great faith. She's not named. We don't know her name, but I believe we'll meet her one day. We're going to meet her in heaven one day. She was not from God's chosen nation of Israel. She was, a, she was a Gentile, but she was commended by Jesus for her great faith. And I believe today God wants each mother here to learn from her example how to have great faith for yourself. Because mothers with great faith are going to do great things for God in their lives and in their families. And God wants you to grow in your faith. So what are the characteristics of a mother of great faith? First of all, she recognizes that she has a great Lord. Our story begins in Matthew chapter 15, verse 21. It says, Leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman from that vicinity came to him crying out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, immediately previous to these verses, Jesus had been teaching the Pharisees and the teachers of the law from Jerusalem. And these Jewish leaders had not accepted Jesus' teaching. They rebutted him. They argued with him. They did not believe in him. And he exposed them. He called them hypocrites. Things had not gone well with Jesus trying to teach these Jewish people. They rejected him. And so in these verses, Jesus traveled away from teaching the Jewish people to the, to the Gentile region of Tyre and Sidon. Now, a Canaanite woman who lived in that region had heard that Jesus was coming. And undoubtedly, she had heard stories of Jesus' ministry in the past, how he had healed those who had come to him for healing, how he had taught the Word of God. And she found out where he was at, and she traveled to meet him, even though she herself was not a Jew. She was not part of the nation of Israel. And as she nears him, she cries out, Lord, Son of David. She recognized Jesus as Lord. She recognized Jesus as the Son of David or the Messiah. She knew he was something special. She knew he had something that she needed for her life and for her family. And she cried out for mercy. She knew that he had the power to help her. And so the first characteristic of a mother of great faith is that she recognizes that the Lord Jesus is the one with the answers for all her problems. For those who are mothers here this morning, anybody have any problems in life? Even when your children are gone, there are problems to pray for them, are there not? It's your job isn't over when their children leave your home. And when your children are at home, 
we know there are some difficulties sometimes. And when you have an issue, when you have a problem as a mother with, with your, when in life or perhaps with a child, who or what do you do first? A mother of great faith looks to Jesus first and foremost for the answer to ask for his mercy. Jesus understands what you're going through. He understands the problem. He understands you. He understands the issue. He understands your children. And he wants to build your faith. He wants to grant you the mercy that you need to carry out his plan for your life, to be the mother that he created you to be. And so whenever anything happens that's beyond your capabilities, when you need help from somewhere, look to Jesus. Not only did this woman recognize she had a great Lord, she acknowledged her great need. She goes on to tell Jesus in verse 22, she says, My daughter is suffering terribly from demon possession. And so we see now why this mother is crying out for Jesus' help. There's a parallel passage in the Gospel of Mark, and we see that her daughter is a little daughter. She's a little girl. She's not very old. And she's suffering terribly. And what mother wouldn't want to see her daughter healed when she's suffering so terribly. Now, what was going on with her daughter? Well, all we know from the passage here is that her daughter was possessed by a demon spirit. And as we look at other accounts in the Gospels of people who are uh, possessed by demons, it can result in all kinds of symptoms. Some have various forms of sicknesses. Some that are possessed by demons try to hurt themselves. Some, some that are possessed by demons are kind of mentally deranged or exhibit bizarre behavior. And we don't know exactly what the symptoms were with this little girl, but the mother knew something was terribly amiss with her daughter. She knew the cause was demonic. She knew she couldn't do anything herself. She knew the doctors couldn't help. She had a great need. She needed Jesus. And so a mother of great faith acknowledges that her problems are, are too great for her to solve in her own strength. If you as a mother think that you can handle everything that your family or life throws your way, then you're in trouble. Because we can't. We need Jesus' help. A mother of great faith acknowledges that she cannot protect her child at all times. You ever wanted to be with your child at every second of the day so nothing would go wrong with them? You can't be there every second. And who's ever been watching a child? You were right there on something Pretty serious happened. You can't protect your children at all times. You need God to protect them. A mother of great faith acknowledges that she cannot bring healing to every sickness, to every difficulty that her child may have. A mother of great faith acknowledges that she has limitations. Limitations. And she comes to Jesus for help. And so this morning, if you're a mother here this morning, I want you to think about your greatest need right now. Your greatest need. Often it will be for one of your children. They need a touch from Jesus in some area of their life. It might be a physical need. It might be a financial need. It might be a difficulty in a relationship. It might be a spiritual need. Bring that need to Jesus. Cry out to Him for mercy. Acknowledge you can't fix it yourself. It's something that only Jesus can solve. 
That's what mothers of great faith do. And when you ask for Jesus' help, ask with great determination. Our story continues in verse 23. It says, Jesus did not answer a word. So his disciples came to him and urged him, send her away for she keeps crying out after us. And so this desperate mother cries out to Jesus for help. And he's silent. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't respond. We're going to talk in a minute about why Jesus didn't answer her. But does this mother immediately go home? What would you do? You cried out to this great, great man of God. You cried out to Jesus. And he doesn't answer you. Did she go home? Did she give up? No, she kept right on crying after Jesus. She kept crying and crying to him. For his mercy, she cried so much that the disciples urged Jesus just to help her so she would stop crying out. Help her and send her away. They were undoubtedly getting upset with all these cries. Maybe they even tried to discourage her. I don't know. But she was determined. She was going to get some help for her daughter. She was not easily discouraged. She was not dissuaded. She had great determination. Now as a mother, have you ever cried out to Jesus for help in a certain area when the answer didn't come right away? Just because the answer has not come doesn't mean that Jesus has not heard your cry. Jesus heard this mother's cry. And yet in his wisdom, he did not answer immediately. Jesus' timing for your answer and what you would like, the timing to be may be very different. But Jesus knows best. That's what a woman of great faith understands. That's what a woman of great faith believes. Jesus' timing of his answer is always perfect. And so continue to ask with great determination, just as this woman did, even if you don't hear an immediate answer, even if the answer doesn't come, even though it seems as though your prayer went nowhere. Jesus heard your prayer. Jesus heard your request. And he's going to answer in his time. Even if others discourage you from seeking God's help, keep on seeking. Continue to show great persistence in prayer. Verse 24, Jesus answered. Now he's answering the disciples who are telling him to send her away. He says to the disciples, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. The woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me, she said. And so in this verse, Jesus is answering his disciples who are urging him to, to do something for this woman, send her away so she stops crying out after him. He replies that he's sent only to the nation of Israel. Now this woman, remember, she's not of Israel. She's not a Jew. She's a Canaanite woman. She's a Gentile. We know from the rest of the Gospels that Jesus was sent primarily to minister to Jews. He was sent to the nation of Israel. But from time to time, he did minister to Gentiles. It was only after Jesus died, was resurrected from the dead, ascended to heaven, that the gospel began to be preached to the Gentiles in a much, much greater degree. 
So undoubtedly, the mother heard what Jesus said. I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. She knew she was not a Jew. Did she give up? Another opportunity for her to give up, to go back home, and to not have her request answered. But she did it. She came up to Jesus. She knelt down at his feet. She worshipped him and began to, and again implored Jesus to help her. She said, Lord, she uses the word Lord, help me. You can almost hear the emotion in her cry. There will be times in your life as a mother when your request to the Lord seems to fall on deaf ears. It seems that the answer is going to take forever. It seems like the answer is never going to come. But continue to worship Jesus. Do we see this woman getting mad at Jesus? Do we see this woman getting bitter at him? Angry? Why haven't you listened to me? We don't see that at all. If you begin to get mad at the Lord, be bitter at Him for not answering on your time schedule, then the answer may never come. Continue to worship Jesus. This woman knew from stories she'd heard that Jesus was able to heal her daughter. Jesus was able to deal with this demonic possession, whatever the symptoms were. She knew He was able to do it. And she was not going to give up until the answer came through. And so when you know what you're asking of the Lord is, is according to God's will, never give up. Keep persisting in your prayers. Particularly if your children are not saved. If your children have wandered away from following God. Don't give up in your prayers for them until the answer comes. As a child's mother, God has put you in their life as a prayer warrior to continue to pray for them until they are walking with the Lord. Sometimes we see somebody else and they pray and the answer comes and we think, why not me? But we need to have great faith in God. He knows what He's doing. He hears your cry and He's going to answer. He wants... To help your faith grow strong. He wants you to become a mother of great faith. As you pray with great persistence. Next this mother demonstrates her great faith. In the power of God. Remember she's just knelt before him. And she's saying Lord help me. And now Jesus responds. He says something directly to the woman. He replies and says, It is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to their dogs. Yes, Lord, she said, but even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. So Jesus answers the mother again. She says that the children, which refers to the children of Israel, must be given an opportunity to eat first. It's another way of saying, I was sent to the nation of Israel first. The children need to eat first. In other words, his ministry of healing and miracles was first to the Jews. The Gentiles here are referred to in the Greek as, as little dogs or puppies that, that, you know, anybody got a little dog that hides under the table? What happens when the kid drops something? Well, the dogs get the crumbs. It was the same back then. 
And the mother responds. She doesn't get angry with what Jesus says. She says, well, even when the children are fed first, I have no problem with you ministering to the Jews first. But even when the children are, are fed first, the crumbs that fall from the table are eaten up by the little pet dog. She had such great faith in the power of God, she felt that just a crumb from the master's table would be enough to heal her daughter. She had great faith in the power of God. Sometimes as a mother, you might be tempted to think that a problem you have or a problem your child has is too big for God to solve. Perhaps he's not answered your prayer for a while and you're tempted to, to begin to doubt. Is God actually going to do anything? Can God actually do anything? Or perhaps you think that he's answering other people's prayers, but for some reason, he's not answering yours. But God wants you to have great faith. I believe the main reason Jesus didn't answer her request immediately is he wanted her faith to grow. Her faith was growing as she persisted in asking Jesus. She came up against the first difficulty. He didn't answer her at all. She came up against the ne next difficulty. He said something that she might have seen as discouraging. She kept asking. She kept coming. She kept persisting. She kept believing. And her faith grew stronger and stronger and stronger. And so how does our story end? Well, she received a great reward from Jesus. Jesus answered her in verse 28. He said, woman, you have great faith. You have great faith. Only the second time in the whole gospel that he said that to anyone else, to anyone. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. And so Jesus commanded this nameless Gentile woman, this nameless Canaanite mother, and said, you have great faith. He granted her request. Her daughter was healed at a distance at her home at that exact time that Jesus said, your request is granted. The parallel passage in, in, Matthew, in Mark, which records the same incident, it says that when the mother went home, she found her daughter lying on the bed and the demon was gone. She was completely healed. Whatever the demonic symptoms were that were causing such terrible suffering in her little daughter, they were gone. And her daughter was healed. She was whole. The mother had received a great reward from Jesus through her great faith. And so mothers of great faith, they are rewarded. Their requests are granted. Their children are blessed. It doesn't often, well, it doesn't always, it doesn't often happen immediately. God wants us to persist in our prayers. He wants our faith to be demonstrated. Asking with great determination, asking with great persistence, asking with great faith until the reward comes from the Lord. And if we persist, if our faith grows and it's, it doesn't diminish, then it's worth the wait in the end. And so thousands of years ago, there was this mother with a little daughter. And who was after her little daughter? The devil. The devil was after her children. He wanted to cause that child to terribly suffer. Perhaps he wanted to take that child's life. 
And in the same way as the devil was after children back then to tempt them, to oppress them, to possess them, to cause them to suffer, he does the same today. If you're a mother here today, the devil is after your children. And what's going to stand between your children and the devil? Your prayers. God wants to raise up mothers of great faith. Godly mothers who persist in their prayers. Godly mothers who put a hedge of protection around their children. And believe God until they see breakthroughs in their children's lives. It may take days, it may take weeks, it may take months or even years until the answer comes. But don't give up. Jesus wants to grant your request. He wants to give you a great reward. And what is a better reward for a mother of faith than to see her children walking with God? That is the greatest reward. He wants each of your children to be his children. So don't give up on your prayers for your children until Jesus Christ is their Lord and their Savior and they're walking with him. And so God wants every mother here to be a mother of great faith. He desires for you to grow in your prayer life. Until you see more and more of your requests granted by Jesus Christ. Now today we've been speaking of a mother's physical children. Physical children in your family. And God wants you to intercede on their behalf until your children are becoming children of God and growing as God's spiritual children. But did you know that as a mother God wants you to also intercede for spiritual children, those who are not your physical children, but perhaps they do not have a mother of great faith. As a mother of great faith, God desires for you to pray even for the children of others, to expand your faith, to pray for the children of others who may not have a mother interceding for them. They also need to know the Lord Jesus as their Savior and Lord. And so expand your horizons beyond your own family and see God do great things through mothers of great faith. The Canaanite mother that we talked about this morning, she saw her daughter healed through faith. And I believe her daughter walked in the ways of her mother and followed Jesus Christ as well. Faith is the only requirement for beginning a relationship with Jesus Christ. Faith is the only requirement for Going to heaven. And so this morning, if you'd like to commit or recommit your life to Jesus Christ, just as this mother of great faith did thousands of years ago, I'm going to pray a prayer and I'd encourage you to pray along with me. The Bible teaches that each and every one of us has sinned. and We need to admit that we've sinned. We need to believe, put our faith in Jesus Christ that He's died on the cross that our sins might be forgiven. He's risen from the dead. We commit our lives to following Him, inviting Him into our lives. Let's bow our heads right now. If you're not sure this morning, whether you're a mother or not a mother, whoever you are here this morning, if you're not sure that you have this relationship with Jesus Christ, if your faith seems weak, I'd encourage you to pray along with me. Say, Father, today I admit I've done wrong things. I I haven't trusted you with my life. Please forgive me. I believe that Jesus died on the cross, that my sins might be forgiven. Come into my life. I commit myself to following you 
as my Lord and Savior. I put my faith, I put my trust in you. And for those of us who are believers, let's pray as well. Father, we thank you for this example of a mother of great faith. A mother from thousands of years ago. God, we pray that you would encourage each person here to develop the same kind of faith in their own lives. Teach us, God, to turn to Jesus in times of great need. May we pray with great determination. May we pray with great persistence. Not giving up, even when the answer doesn't immediately come. Help our faith to grow and grow until the, re- the result comes, until the answer comes from you in your time. God, I pray that the prayers of each mother here for their children to be saved, to be healed, to walk with you would be answered. I know there's many here that are praying for their children to walk in the ways of God. Help us, God, to expand our care and concern beyond even our families, our physical families, that, that we might, as it were, adopt other children who do not have a godly mother praying for them, that they also might come to you. Use every person here, use every mother here to, through their prayers, through their words, through their example, to lead many people to Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for the great love and for the great power of Jesus in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.